0: My friend, though female, has a very masculine way of thinking, very practical and logical. Mm, I don't know if I like that description. <laughs> I
1: like how sexist it is. So, yeah.
0: Okay. So, <laughs> just, so you, just so you know, like females can be practical and logical. There's a A like, uh, female. If it's but, not a
1: certain you know, time of the month, in my opinion.
0: Let's continue. Hello, welcome back to shit they don't tell you. I'm Nikki Lemo.
1: Hello, buddy. What's up? My name is Steve Green
0: no Iceman this year
1: wait is this is it this year what year no. is it
0: it's 2021 sir we're actually shooting this in december of 2020 yeah i'll wait for that uh, hopefully hopefully you guys listening in 2021 you actually get to hear this and it's not an apocalypse
1: yeah
0: that'd be cool. yeah that'd be tight <clears throat> yeah um but right here in 2020 it's it's, it's not even christmas yet um so we're doing a q a episode oh and those of you who might have missed our santa claus episode uh the reason that we are separated and in two different rooms right now is because steve currently has COVID 19. hi everybody tested positive for COVID 19. i tested
1: positive about a week ago so who knows if i still have it now
0: about a week ago i had tested negative so we have to stay separated until i can test again and if i end up having it then he can stop being quarantined or once it hits 10 days then he can stop being quarantined within our house we still I'm, ro- have to I'm rooting for world. that
1: one i'm rooting for that yeah one.
0: yeah how's it going in your cave
1: you know it's nice in there um it's very very cold in here i have to say um but i have a little space heater that i huddle up next to and i hug it like it's um like it's the only hope i got
0: wow it's really sad and boring thank you um let's move on to these other people's questions i'm very so hungry by the way i'm very uh, hungry
1: i would like to be fed after this
0: okay that's nice thank you so hopefully uh the, we're doing a QA episode today and ask us anything episode one disclaimer that we like to give is that we are not experts so anything that is said today is for entertainment purposes only if it so happens to help you then that's wonderful news i would like but, to
1: say that i am a semi-expert at colts football if you'd like to ask any colts football questions and i'm can-
0: a semi-expert at eminem
1: so you could definitely ask me, ask Marshall those matters. questions. You could definitely start sending those questions in.
0: Right, right, right. You actually did get some crypto questions. Should I ignore those? No no, really no, no, like, no, 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 no. no, no, no. Okay, I'm going to no, no, throw no. those in the garbage.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, we didn't get any again.
0: Hopefully, the questions you asked us were not urgent because these so happened to come from October.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> if it says I emergency, mean, that's so sad. Okay.
0: I know, it's really sad uh actually this is so it's october 30th okay i also haven't read any of these so i don't know i don't know guys uh but just like you know don't send us urgent questions because it's not going to get answered by the time the episodes come out like it's definitely months down the road so um anyway we'll start with this one from october 30th and the title is differences between peer pressure versus encouraging friends says, hello, Nikki and Steve. I love your and Steve's podcast so much. I decided to drop a question. I've been questioning for years about my BFF. All right. My friend, though female, has a very masculine way of thinking, very practical and logical. I don't know if I like that description. I
1: like how sexist it is. So, yeah, it's
0: okay. So, just so, you, just so you know, like females can be practical and logical. There's a man like a uh, female. If it's but, not a certain
1: time of the month, in my opinion.
0: Let's continue. Also, I know plenty of little bitch baby males uh, that are very emotional. It's okay to express emotions, by the way, if you're male or female. But um, I don't think that they're designated to either sex. Anyway. Moving back to this BFF, who's very practical and logical, because we've been friends for so long, she treats me like one of her younger siblings. And I mean, she treats me like one of them and we're both the same age, almost 30, by the way. It feels like my friend is Asian parenting me where everything is all one-sided and whatever she says is right. I'm wrong. So shut up. I feel like I'm not getting the same treatment back because every time we have an open topic of discussion or asking for advice, whenever she voices her reasons and opinions, I'm always trying to be open-minded, respectful, and mindful of the things she said But when it's vice versa, she's always contradicting me like I'm wrong. She's right, so shut up. It's like having a second father, very patriarchal and narrow-minded. My friend is always telling me she's looking out for me and that I need to have more exposure and have more fun with life. The thing is, even though my life may seem ordinary to others, I'm pretty content with my life. I'm happy and living my best living my best in the present uh there's one thing she always uses on me and that is if i don't try it how would i know if i don't like it it's like asking a guy if you never try fucking another dude how would you know if you're not gay (laughs) so was what was i supposed to say and combat that question i've never wanted to drink but she made me drink saying i'm an adult so i should know how to drink so i did and i fucking hated it I have a fear of swimming, but I swam anyway because she told me I don't have to go in deep waters and to take steps slowly and I won't fear anymore. This was years ago, but everything she made me do, I did them even though I was extremely uncomfortable because I thought that's what encouraging friends do to help you get you out of your shell and become comfortable with new things. The only time we ever fought is when she wants me to do something and I really, really, really didn't want to. She loses her temper and gets upset at me as if I'm the party pooper. But when I come up with something that we should both do and it's a no, then it's a fucking no, period. No explanation explanation, said and done, move on. Everything is on her terms and at her convenience. When I asked her, let's go traveling. She bluntly said no, cause she's in school and doesn't have money. I never brought it up again. When she asked me, when she asked me, let's go traveling. And I said no, cause I'm now in school and working. She got angry and started interrogating me. She's extremely Christian and always tries to convert me telling me she wants to see me on the other side when I'm gone. I guess she's trying to look out for me in the afterlife as well. I don't know, but no disrespect, but it gets really annoying when religion keeps getting brought up because all she ever does is talk about, about death in the future, so I, I should try and hurry and prepare my ticket to, leave, to heaven now. Like, shit, I have so many things to worry about while living, so why I gotta worry about the afterlife as well, assuming I have 50-plus more years to live. Oh my gosh, this is so long. We
1: got it. We got, we got it. it. We got yeah, it. Got she's it.
0: A, a friend that pressures you a lot. Okay, wow, this is like really, really long. Okay, but bottom line, even though we've been friends for 15 years and I know everything she does is, and says meant well, I realize I fucking hate catering to inconsiderate people and I hope I never marry someone with this mentality either, but she's my BFF and my only childhood friend i don't know if i'm cold-hearted or i just don't give a shit but i and i'm tired like what should what should i do is it peer-pressing is it unhealthy was i in the wrong you just need
1: to know how to set boundaries because your friend knows how to set boundaries and you don't you like your friend can set any boundary she wants because you respect it and she doesn't respect you that way
0: yeah exactly yeah you
1: you have to be just as vocal about your boundaries as she is about hers you have to stick up for yourself and say like, here, here I am. And, and part of me is I don't do these things. And you have to, you have to go with that. And if she doesn't like it, she can't take her own advice. And that's yeah. too bad. If
0: she doesn't like it after you have a conversation with her, then yeah, maybe you should break up with her. Cause she says, should I break up with my friend? Like, yeah, but like, I mean, take the necessary steps first. If, if she is someone that you truly love and care about and she is your best friend forever, uh bff then uh i think yeah you you should at least have a conversation with her and see if she respects you enough to respect your boundaries
1: she's not going to try for a couple of days not believing in jesus right so like let's let's set your boundaries up the same way like hey i don't drink i don't do that that's just something i don't do yeah. there's, there's no questioning it exactly. and then if she can't respect it you got to move on
0: yeah exactly yeah. simple as that easy, Good luck, easy. though
1: it's yeah. all look <laughs> It's not it's never easy but it is good to 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 stand somewhere and say exactly. this is who I am and then I'm,
0: This is a skill oh. to develop. I mean, it's going to help you. You say you don't want to marry somebody like this, you might end up marrying someone like this if you don't learn how to set boundaries now. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck to you. That's from Little Bo Peep.
1: Good luck out there, Little Bo Peep. Good luck, Thanks Little Bo Peep name. from
0: October. <laughs> okay, this one's called advice. I'm ready to find my own Nikki. Oh, Okay, this just says, good morning, afternoon, slash evening. I would like to start this by saying that you and Steve are my favorite YouTubers. The two of you are so funny together. It brings joy to the minutia of everyday life. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Thank you. My name is Nick. Thank you, Nick. Uh, my name is Nick, and I'm addicted to being single. My AAU opening line, LOL. <laughs> I'm 26 years old and I've never had a girlfriend, and most women I meet uh, and talk to end up being friends. I need advice on how I can stop being friend-zoned by every woman I meet. I feel like I end up saying something that fucks it up, and I also feel like when I talk to women, it, their face says I'm weird and to leave them alone. So I just end up walking away and not saying too much. I tried to go to therapy to see if I may just be projecting my own feelings of how women feel about me. And that More. makes the... And that makes the woman feel exact, that exact way. But instead of getting help, I ended up helping my therapist repair his relationship with his brother, how, uh, who was addicted to heroin. So and paying kind of,
1: for it. That's incredible.
0: So it so kind of ser- soured me on therapists. So I'm not sure who to talk to or where to turn. I know I should not feel this way, but I do feel like less of a man when all my guy friends talk about all the relationships they've been in. And I just sit in the corner all, all quiet. Zip, zip lipper emoji. If my destiny is to be alone forever, I'm not sure if this life is really worth living. But I'm not sure that that's the case. Any advice is welcome. Thank you for your time, and I hope you and Steve have a blessed day. Oh, Nick. Thank we you, love Nick. you. First
1: of all, you're not as weird as you think you are. I promise you that. Yeah. And that's really, I mean, the shark is just as scared of, of you, that whole phrase, right? I, I don't think that these chicks are just looking at you going, oh my God, this guy's so weird, so strange.
0: Yeah, I thought I went through a phase like this in high school for sure. We all do. Yeah, many phases actually like this. But um, but yeah, I, I just didn't understand how my girlfriends could just talk to guys they were interested in so easily. Like I could talk to guys unless I was interested in them. And then mm-hmm. if I was interested in them, I got so shy and like couldn't talk to them. And it's just like, um, it's that whole cliche of like working on you, you know? And I know you went to therapy about it and maybe it got soured. You should try another therapist, P.S. by the way. But um, yeah, just like working on you and what you like about yourself.
1: Exactly. Anybody would be happy to know you, right? If you go into every conversation knowing that anybody would be happy to know me. Yeah. You're not going to go in there on defense thinking this person already thinks I'm fucking weird and I have a bunch of things in my head already telling me that I I'm weird and I can't get a relationship. So you're like doing battle with this army in your own head before you can talk to the person in front of you.
0: Yeah. You need to know what you bring to the table and be confident in that. And I Every know right now
1: that you talk to is lucky to talk to you. Every person that you talk to is lucky to know you. And if you don't believe that you need to work on that.
0: Yeah. I think a lot mm-hmm. of that, uh, cause I relate to not feeling that way. Um, because before like, like, really delving into why like what specific things and maybe these aren't the reasons but at least in my head it gave me the confidence thinking that these are the reasons that I bring value to the table you know even if other people like me for completely different reasons these are the reasons that I like myself for and that I'm like oh I could help people with these qualities that I bring to the table.
1: And there's a good thing to th- that I do too sometimes, um, which is I have known many pieces of shit in my life and I've and they have done very well, gotten with women, been successful in careers, all this shit, so why not you, man? Yeah. Honestly. Like I've seen pieces of shit, pieces of human <laughs> excrement that you wouldn't even believe that, that they're actual people succeed with women and all this kind of and trick people and all this stuff why not you why can't, and i'm not saying you should trick anybody i'm just saying why can't you have a, a, a good if time? bad
0: people can do it why can't good people do it exactly
1: and they can and, they, and you will you'll, and you'll be fine you're gonna be fine
0: yeah and life is always worth living as long as you have something that you're working on and uh, i mean it's always worth living no matter what but i feel like people yeah. find purpose through something that they're working on and a lot of that is like self-work
1: yeah man every day but every day is a is a new fresh start for you at, yeah. at, at taking on the mountain because that's what everyone's trying to do right is climb their own personal mountain
0: yeah yeah we're, we're rooting for you Nick climbing own personal mountains especially in 2020 man it could just seem amplified oh yeah um from all the stuff we went through last year I mean I keep saying I mean, we're still in twenty twenty right now but
1: i'm sure twenty twenty one feels pretty similar so far yeah,
0: especially the beginning <laughs>
1: yeah. But, dude, you just got to really honestly get to know yourself a little better and, and give that guy a chance, will ya? Holy fuck.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good luck, man. You're
1: going to be think, fine. I believe
0: in you, Nick. Also, yeah, Nick. you said you're 26. This is like the starting over point in your life. Exactly, dude. This you is don't like even when know. Everybody starts, starts over.
1: Nick, you could have been in a five year relationship coming out of it with no progress whatsoever and been, been feeling the exact same way. You just don't That's know. True. So don't look at it like, oh my God, I have such a paucity or a lack of relationships. And so therefore I'm less than you're just waiting for the right one anyway. So just work on Nick and make Nick as tight as you can. So that whenever you walk into a room, everyone's like, Nick's tight. Yeah. And if they don't like you, so the fuck what? You're looking for the people who find Nick tight. That's the whole game.
0: Hmm. of right.
1: people i will tell you right now? They don't like me and they don't like Nikki, but we found the people that do. And that's what matters, right? Like that's all.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, I know it's it's easier said than done. A lot of this is like easier said than done, but um I really do think that the more that you can learn to like yourself, then the the easier it will be. You won't even know why all of a sudden people are more attracted to you or are talking to you more like it's like a magnet once you start like really liking yourself. Yes. Yeah. So good luck. Good luck, bud. I'm all right. This next one is titled "Please let me compliment you guys heart shape." I like that title. Okay, fine, go for also, it. Also, I'd like to be anonymous. Okay, dear Icebreaker and Iceman, I hope you guys are doing great. I love shit they don't tell you, and Big Mood is absolutely incredible. Sorry, ask Lord Slash Money Master for Steve mentioning a chief thank
1: competitor. You thank you,
0: thank you. <laughs> yeah, she Way to, to fix it. Way to fix it. Uh, some background info setup for my question. Uh, everything's really organized. It's like a, it's like a little bullet journal list yeah okay Okay. so here's the background i'm a 22 year old female who struggles with depression and anxiety as of late i've been trying really hard to work on myself for the first time in my life it feels like i'm doing something just for me a few examples listed below (laughs) bullet points i've lost 23 pounds and on track to hitting my goal within two to three months wow congrats i'm in the process of starting my own business that's awesome i'm working on adding to slash improving my skills example improving my spanish and learning french my overall goal is to change my mentality in life. I've idolized or I've idealized suicide in the past. Not the action, I don't want to do that to myself, but the idea of not existing sounds great. I think we've all been there, by the way, like where you just are like, Ugh, I just don't want to exist anymore. Uh, but I can't go through with it due to the guilt that I feel when I think about my parents. Therefore, instead of staying in that headspace, I'm choosing to focus on finding my own happiness and becoming completely independent. Great. My parents are immigrants with the goal to move back to Mexico once my dad retires. That's still a few years away, but they expect me to have my shit together by then. They don't know that I've been working on some projects. Hopefully when I do tell them, they'll be happy and I won't and won't be so worried about moving back. I love my parents, but I can't help but feel that sometimes they unintentionally cause me more harm than good. I'm a very emotional person, so I make an effort not to be too irrational with my feelings. Despite my efforts, I'm at the point where just thinking of my family dynamic, I burst out in tears. I don't want to disappoint them, but I can't help but feel that in many ways I already have. Furthermore, I add pressure onto myself when I think about how I'm the oldest of three and haven't achieved as much as they expected by now. When it comes to communication, my family absolutely sucks at it. To be more specific, my mom falls, fails to realize how much her commentary just breaks my fucking heart. I don't think she understands how ineffective and hurtful her words are. I keep reminding myself that it isn't her intention to hurt me. In the end, I don't want to be that person that sobs at the mere thought of family. I don't want to start feeling like all the effort I'm putting into myself is just another half-assed attempt to stop being a disappointment to them. I find myself struggling so hard that I figured I would ask for some advice for some bad, from some badass individuals such as yourself. Here's her question. My question. Would you recommend I – what would you recommend I do to help me cope with my emotions regarding my family? And then the compliments. Do you want the compliments or should we answer a question? First? Let's answer a question. Okay. Um, what do,
1: what go, do you, for go for it. Go for it. Oh, me? Okay. Yeah. Oh,
0: I, I relate so fucking hard to you, girl. Uh, this is anonymous. Yeah, okay. I relate so hard to you because you're 22 years old. This is exactly how I felt at 22, especially since I was – well. I guess 21 because I was still living with my parents at 21. And then that's when I moved out and life changed. But, um, I think that, you know, parents, they're always trying to do their best. Right. And, um, you mentioned how sometimes you, you don't think your parents understand like how sometimes what they say is actually hurting you rather than helping you. My dad did not understand a a depression at all. Like, and so I wasn't allowed to cry, even though I'm an emotional person too. And sometimes, for me, like crying is like a release of all the stuff that's been building up. I just like cry it out and then I'm fine. But if I'm not allowed to cry, then it just stays all pent up. And then I end up flipping out randomly on something that is very illogical and it's embarrassing. And I don't know, it was just, a, it was really hard because. We just didn't have a great relationship, uh, like while I was in the under the same roof as him. But and so then when I moved out, every time family got brought up, um, I would cry and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Because I never really thought about I love my parents, like I really love them. So I never thought like it was that bad until that started happening. And I there was just a lot of you know issues that needed to be unpacked, and mostly it has to do with communication and. And you have to understand that your parents are doing the best they can with what they have usually. Like, so they don't, it, my dad grew up in a military family. Like he was taught you're not allowed to cry, even though he actually, I found out later that he's a huge cry baby. So like,
1: but he's a, he's a, he'll, 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 he's a wounded animal. He'll go into another room. So you don't see it.
0: Exactly. And but so what, I didn't, I didn't what know. I th-
1: what I think she needs to know though, is that I think she's misappropriating where she gets her um, approval center, right? Her approval center needs to shift from parents, right? Parents is not a good approval center for her. If I relied on my mom for approval center for any of my work, I would be a wrecked mess right now because my mom hates all my work. And it's a fact and she'll remind me every time I talk to her and she doesn't know that she's hurting my feelings or whatever, but she doesn't hurt my feelings with it anymore because I gave up. Okay. I just moved on. She no longer can reach me. Through. She did not have that power. No, I've taken it away from her. She cannot be trusted with it. It's something that she does not have over me anymore. And you just need to rearrange that. Now, that's not easy to do, but you have to go, wait, why is she qualified to tell me what I'm good at, what I'm not good at, especially in these certain areas where she hasn't necessarily been successful herself, so what do I care? You have to right. take it away, like disarm this 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 demon that is making you hurt all the time.
0: I think that's the most mind blowing thing too in therapy because you, as a child, like your your parents are your whole world, right? And so you kind of like grow up and you don't really question it. And then later, you still subconsciously hold these beliefs that your parents know everything and that that like they are they if they're judging you harshly, there it must be from a logical perspective. But oftentimes it's not because like they haven't gone through solving their own issues in their own head. And you're 22. Where do they expect you to be? you know, like it's, you said that they think you're so far behind. 22 is baby. You're, you, yeah. you are baby.
1: You baby, you be, and you're going to be fine. Yeah. Like, like, look, if I was waiting for my mom to think I'm funny, um, or whatever, you know, I, I hear her laughing at Howie Mandel on the mass singer. And I'm like, you know what? I, I don't <laughs> want that laugh. I'm okay. So <laughs> you just got to find your, you know, you have to really just trickle it all down and take it, take that power away from them and then go like, okay, what a, what do I really want to be known known for? What is my thing? What do I like about myself? And then nobody can take it away from me, not my parents, not anybody.
0: And try not to think of your life as being on a timeline. It's very, very hard. Exactly, but dude. you'll realize later that none of it had to be on a timeline in the first place. We all think that it is. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of movies. Maybe it's because of society. I don't know. But like everyone thinks that their life has to be on this timeline and it doesn't exist. It really oh. is an imaginary timeline that people put on their own selves. So just take that away. Like take it off your plate. You're in the process of starting your own business. That's amazing. You exactly. know, ce- celebrate your wins. You, um, I mean, you bullet pointed out your wins. And so just focus on that and like know that you don't need to feed into the pressure that anyone's putting on you to be somewhere on a specific timeline that
1: give yourself credit give yourself credit for what you've done and 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 give yourself a fucking break will you holy shit
0: yeah and as far as coping with your emotions because the question is what do you recommend to do to help me cope with my emotions um journal journaling really helps a lot. just saying everything that's in your heart and mind all the time and then also like definitely like talking to a therapist. I think that everybody should see a therapist at least once to just like get to know yourself, like understand yourself better. I think it really helps you not to feel crazy. And you mentioned that you tried to be you don't want to be irrational with your feelings. Feelings aren't rational. Like they're just nope. not we are emotional creatures and emotions aren't rational and it sucks because you want to we want to believe that we are logical rational creatures and we have those capabilities right but emotion we're actually emotional creatures and emotions have no logic and it fucking sucks like (laughs) it's like, yeah you're like i want to control this thing that is uncontrollable and some people, it's more uncontrollable than others. I happen to be in that category. It's like twenty five percent of people like we're just way more emotional than the other people. So everyone else thinks we're weird. But you just gotta fucking own it. Like, yeah, I'm fucking emotional. Okay.
1: And it's okay to make emotions about yourself too. Like, like the idea that somebody can't have closure, for example, because I never got to confront X, Y, Z family member about whatever they did, whatever. Look, all that has to do is is is. All anything has to do with is how it affects you, right? Yeah. So you can let things go even if you don't have control over them. It's just about really looking at why it affects you and going, I, I'm not going to let it do that to me anymore and being aware of that, as aware of that as possible.
0: Yeah, I guess I just hate that um, people, the majority of people think that if you're very emotional, you're not logical. It yeah. really, it's well, a really, It's a bummer
1: it's kind of baked into the cake because it just sounds like it's, it's opposite of uh of logic right
0: right but, but it's, no it's healthy being, to no express human being emotions.
1: exists without without feeling like there, yeah. there, there are i know there are people there are people with certain conditions where they cannot feel feeling that's a different thing yeah we're talking about a human being like nobody's so logical that they're a fucking vulcan <laughs> what's so. a vulcan it's a star trek being who who only exists in logic duh oh. everyone mm, knows got
0: that. it got it got it yeah um okay so want to hear our compliments i would love to okay now that we've earned them <laughs> yeah thank you nikki i think i ever saw you on the flama channel oh my god that was a long Whoa. ass time ago after that i didn't see your content until i found jk news wow Steve, I think I first saw you on JK. I'm so glad I started watching that because now I get to keep up with the other great content you both are in rather than it being through your podcast channels or on JK. Hey,
1: awesome. thank you.
0: Yeah. Both of you are great, attractive, intelligent, funny, and overall amazing individuals. Thank you so much. I oh, wow. I do not feel attractive right now.
1: <laughs> I feel I feel hollow hot, so
0: thank you. <laughs> Very sexual today. hmm mm-hmm um your instagram accounts are pure gold some top tier shit well thank you <laughs> if i could i would give should they don't tell you in big mood all the five stars in the world yay i truly you, wish the best for both of you and i look forward to whatever you guys do thank you for your time and feedback i really appreciate it sincerely a work in progress also you. she says p.s hi mark i hope you're having a great day <laughs> he's that's listening so to nice now, actually he's on the zoom recording yeah mark's there but yeah. um
1: we don't yeah we we try to limit all the compliments we try
0: that. not to acknowledge Yeah, him, so, yeah thank you, that's thank very you. kind of you that's very generous of just you. just as a show note to throw him a, a crumb yeah <laughs> um, also she says pps looking over this email i feel like my virgo sun and libra moon in the 12th house came into play while i was typing people think i know all of the things about astrology i really don't know what that means but uh, Mickey, i can pretend
1: <laughs> you would have to look that one up but i would but thank you so much Don. we we're, we're rooting for you out there you'll be yeah fine.
0: thank you you will be fine 22 is so young. You are so baby.
1: You're such baby.
0: Such baby. I want to squeeze your face. Yeah. Um. Also, we are about to go on a break, but when we come back, we're going to answer some juicy, juicy sexual questions.
1: All right. All right. You don't want them to be dry sexual questions ever. Sex
0: sells. I actually don't know if there's any sex questions, but I know oh, it sells. Okay. So okay. I want to bring those these people back.
1: Well, don't tell them it sells. for.
0: No, sex sells. <laughs> okay okay I found I found a sex one I found a sex one
1: perfect perfect sex sells we'll be right back
0: make sure you come back hey thanks for listening to our podcast we just want to take a break to tell you to like thanks for listening to our podcast and if you want to rate it that would be really awesome for us like we're
1: on break we're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now we're just talking to you like people as a friend and we just want to say please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts
0: like we're not desperate we're like kind of desperate
1: we're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings so huge shout out right now to Brian Jorgensen that was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut.
0: Back to our podcast. Jenny Blake. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, And Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven.
1: Cute. Thank you for supporting the <laughs> show.
0: And we're back. And I promised you a sexual question. So this one is titled M M&M Question.
1: Oh, come on.
0: Question for the icebreakers. Is this down. real? Or are you just Are you making your this up? Top, no, I swear. This is from, it says oh, sent from a flip. <laughs> okay, question for the icebreaker. Duh. Name your top three Eminem verses and please wrap them for the Iceman. Oh no, I can't do this right now. One, we'll get a copyright strike. But two, like... What? I'm a poet to some a regular... <laughs> I'm just oh yeah we'll get
1: a copyright strike for that yeah yeah it'll really match up with the uh, algorithm there
0: jesus christ the king of these latter-day saints here a shatter a picture of witches as they paint me as a monger of hate satan a scatterbrain atheist but that ain't the case it's just a matter of taste we as a people decide if Shady's as bad as they say he is or is he a ladder the gay way to escape media scapegoat you should be mad at today that is from um renegade it was a collab with James. you know we know that um and then on my other top i like guts over fear and I, I like um till i collapse those are my other two favorites and i would uh grace the podcast with those verses but it would just take up a lot of time but i appreciate it and i hope that was very sexual for all of you out there
1: cinderella man cinderella man cinderella man okay that's enough, cinderella that's enough. man. Yeah, that's great, cinderella no, that's great man. honey. yeah see i know some shit
0: yeah that's great <laughs> All right. This next one is titled "I'm literally in a closet typing this, lol, and not a relationship question, and also come dumpster follow up."
1: Oh, it's all the right. come dumpster again. I remember her.
0: Oh, okay. Hi, icebreaker slash most beautiful human in the world slash host of Big Mood cheap competitor <laughs> and ice Please stop man. mentioning this
1: show. It's a disaster. Mark, please edit all this shit out. Thank An you.
0: An Iceman slash ace slash person with a beautiful smile. Oh wow!
1: Thank you very much. Wow.
0: Mark, edit that out. It's a disaster.
1: Wait, no, please.
0: <laughs> it's a little long, so skip the third paragraph for questions. Sorry, that's my Steve. Old
1: pool, real quick, everybody, that's my old pool hall days uh, nickname.
0: Yeah, they know.
1: Okay, well, just in case. For they new
0: know. For
1: the new listeners.
0: Oh, okay. Well, the new listeners are out. They're like, I don't know what's going reminds on. It reminds
1: me of a smoky tavern back then, back in my pool hall days
0: okay it's a little long so skip to the third paragraph for for the questions she says okay. sorry steve's a sad face okay, okay hope you're both doing well thank you for answering my previous question on utis i haven't gotten them since you taught me about your towel trick nikki and it's been wonderful oh my god i'm so glad that helps
1: it's a towel trick
0: yeah i said it before
1: okay i forgot i probably blocked it it's off. a
0: what you take a towel with warm water and you wipe in, in okay. After nice. okay nice after P. I literally freaked out when you guys read my question and I'm such, still such a huge avid listener. Thank you for all your help. We love you. Thank we you. We so remember much. you. Come, come dumpster.
1: We'll never forget you. Thank you. You're special in our hearts.
0: Okay. So backstory. Basically, my dad is mentally and psychologically abusive. Uh, He's also a narcissist, constantly gaslighting me, constantly trying to control my life and make me feel like trash. My mom is currently working on divorcing and moving on with our lives. we got an apartment, me, my mom, and my sister, and we're in the process of moving out. Unfortunately, some things have gotten terrible at home, so my (laughs) sister and I moved in with a family friend until we can move back into our apartment. lease starts in a month. We left without telling our dad and without telling our location our mom is still at home with our dad, but she is safe for the most part. Since our surprise and sudden move out, our dad has tried reaching out to us multiple times. First, it was loving and friendly, but then turning into anger and blaming us for the family falling apart. Now his texts have turned into threats and he is trying to almost scare us into replying. We haven't replied because we were scared we would fall into his traps and the manipulation cycle would begin again. Here's the question. Is it okay to cut out toxic family members even if it's your immediate parents? Should there be a healing period or is narcissism something that simply cannot be quote unquote resolved little anecdote you can skip if you want i'm currently hiding in my bedroom closet i came back to the house to gather a few things um a few of my things when i saw when i thought my dad was supposed to be gone and then he <coughs> came back to my surprise so i hated my closet i had my earphones and head and phone on me thank god and so naturally i tuned into your guys podcast and started re-listening to some old episodes all experience is kind of traumatic your podcast is keeping me in a happy mood and helping me pass the time so thank you for that thank you for all you guys do I, you don't understand the impact on my life that this podcast has had. I'm so appreciative of you guys. Oh my God, this is amazing. I'm so wow. sorry this was long and kind of sad, but I love you both. And I'm always here for the vibe. Love, come, dumpster. We wow. love come, dumpster. I hope um, your dad didn't find you in the closet dr- after this. Um, yeah, I hope
1: it's not because Nikki's too loud, probably.
0: Probably because, I mean, Steve's loud too. Oh, no,
1: Nikki's loud. Okay, no. I what, hope you like,
0: heard a sick Eminem verse. Oh
1: my God. And, and,
0: and he was like, what is that? Oh, it's probably the radio. And then, but he didn't know it was actually me singing it.
1: In all seriousness, thank you for the compliments. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, no, but um, no, uh, first of all, the only time when it's okay to, to, to reestablish a relationship, first of all, yes, please cut this person out of yes. your life. This is horrible. 100%. And the only time that you have uh, any permission from, uh, well, I'm not an expert, but the only time that you could ever reestablish a connection with somebody like this is when they no longer have any power over you whatsoever and you are in some kind of neutral ground where they cannot hurt you physically or anything like that. Yeah. Right? So- i would
0: even go so far to say i don't know like uh, well it's hard because it's your immediate parent but um i sometimes um when i've had relationships with narcissistic people i sometimes thought that i was more in control like okay there's been enough separation i can handle a conversation and then their manipulation tactics still worked and so yeah i don't know i i'd say be very very removed if you are to have a conversation again I had
1: a girlfriend when I was in high school who had an alcoholic father and she was um, obviously impacted by that big time. Right.
0: Yeah. But
1: she had already set up boundaries while she's living at home with the guy where basically like, he just does, he just cannot talk to her. uh, Cannot like have any kind of um, actual um, hold over her in any way whatsoever. She just had cut that out and decided that was, not happening so i just think that you have to cut this guy out like completely yeah there's no there is no like um
0: well you guys are doing the right head. thing yeah, yeah you guys exactly are doing right
1: i think everything you're doing is so correct that it's crazy and you deserve all the praise in the world for it and uh yeah i support you 100 percent on this
0: yeah and then maybe like you know much time down the line like a year or more
1: he doesn't have the maturity yet to no to even try he's blaming everyone else for things that he's doing
0: that's how narcissists are
1: exactly yeah so treat him like it right and protect yourself because that's the number one thing that matters and get yeah. your get your mom out of there as soon as possible hopefully
0: definitely well it sounds like the mom is knows what she's doing so that's yeah. good yeah and and you and your sister are completely right to not respond
1: yeah, so. the, the you, guilt. The guilt is so such a mean way to treat somebody too. Trying to guilt you into it. Like, I'm sorry, you got to deal with that.
0: Yeah, me too. We love you, Come Dumpster. We love you, Come Dumpster. Thanks for listening.
1: Keep doing what you do.
0: Yeah. Okay. This one is titled "Long Sorry." Hmm. Hmm. Wait. Oh, it's long sorry. It's not that long. I just opened it.
1: I like it's this person. Long. I like okay. when you think it's long already. That's but good. But it's not that long.
0: Okay. Yo, sorry, this is a long one. I'm Isabel. It's pronounced like Isabel, so it's not anything special. Just the letter is different. It starts with a Y instead of an I. I'm 19 and I have seven people living in my house. I'm the eight. Oh, I'm I'm the eight. Oh, wait, I'm confused. She's the eighth. So there's eight people living in the house. I suppose. So seven plus her. Okay. She's an eight out of ten.
1: She's saying she's an eight out of (laughs) ten.
0: Well, that's hot. hot. Two parents, five siblings, one grandparent. Anyways, I'm writing this to get your advice, obviously, because I have literally nobody at all who I feel I can tell this to. Not because I don't trust them, but I don't. I don't know. I'm embarrassed, and I feel like they can get hurt by it. The deal is that I have been having these very conflicting and confusing things in my mind like constantly. Like I know I'm allowed to feel a thing and change and that's okay. But I feel like the situation isn't good and it isn't good that I feel this way, question mark. So I've been feeling bad because I love my family. Like I will forever happily spend my days with them because when I had a job, my family was so lost without me. Like no chores were done. Nobody did anything with each other or for each other. Like I get everyone up and motivated. Like if it's doing their hair, makeup, finding something, being their fitness trainer, being someone they can talk to, I'm all of that. I always paint my sister's nails and make dinner wants to try everything constantly and do new things with them so we can go out and have new interests during this quarantine since I was in the 10th grade. I do it also that so when I had a job for three months, home wasn't home. Like nobody could adapt to this sudden change till I quit. Now my family is back to talking with one another and we do stuff like back then. Dope, whatever. But I feel bad because I'm this piece that ties everything together. Like I feel bad I made my family become dependent on me because I constantly have dreams of feeling like where I want to be alone. Like I live in an apartment in a place I don't know and start this fresh and find out who I am without my family being there. And in the dreams where I'm alone in college and have friends at my apartment, it feels right. Like it's fun and I'm happy. Is it bad that a part of me wish I didn't have a family and could be alone and discover things on my own? I don't, I don't know, but I want to have a uh, my family, but knowing how they were without me i don't feel like i should ever leave but when i had a job it was nice and freeing to be around other people and feel like i'm an actual adult in society like i have a plan to go to college and a career but i'm doing it kind of just to do it i don't have real ambition that i found like my parents did it was nice to hear how they found it but the pain to find it made them i feel like they kind of sheltered us i don't know this this kind of like the sentences are a little bit broken um i feel like i'm not an independent individual i'm not isabel i'm stuck in my house with my family i doubt anyone feels like me i know it because the stories where they all find just staying as one where they're all fine okay i guess what i'm asking is can i have both i'm sure y'all will say to leave but to do but to what i have no friends or no money or anything i don't even go on walks by myself what should i do to get rid of this feeling am i okay should i should i feel this way am i crazy please help
1: wow i feel like you um you're kind of your own Charlie Bucket over there where the whole house comes alive when you come home and then everyone's laying in bed without you. Um,
0: What's Charlie Bucket? Is that the... Um, the Willy Wonka Charlie kid. Chac- uh, he, how, how do you know his last name?
1: You don't know Charlie Bucket? It's the most unfortunate name perhaps in literary history. Ah,
0: shit. I didn't know his last name.
1: Yeah, he's a fucking he's, bucket kid.
0: I, I thought his last name was Chocolate Factory.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, you, you, you're not, you, you are the source of joy in your home and you need to be a source of joy for yourself, right? Not just for everyone else. It sounds like you, the only person who's not getting love from you is you.
0: Oh, deep.
1: Thank you. But yeah. really though.
0: No, but really, that's a lot of people. I don't know. Um, I've never been the tie that held people <coughs> together because I need a lot of alone time. So. I'm the tie.
1: I'll tell you right now. Yeah, the tie. you are the tie. I know exactly how you feel right now. But um, especially in the early days, back when I was first getting on YouTube, I remember um, family wanting me to come home for all kinds of events and all the family things because they would say it doesn't really feel like it's happening unless I was there. Now, And look, I, I, um, I understand that because I have a way of um, helping people. everyone involved. Yeah, helping people who can't feel involved or, or vocalize themselves like get into the thing because I can just see it on them and like help them help them get out of it. But I just had to I had to um, take time for myself, right, and, and uh, work on myself too. Or I would just be that guy who's who's like helping his family out all the time. And that sounds like what you're doing yourself over there. You need to have your own identity in your own life, and that way, when you are on your family, you can be even better for them. Because believe it or not. You're probably not even giving it what you could be giving it had if you were as happy as you can be.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You you need to fill your cup. So right now, like you're constantly pouring your cup into other people's cups, right? You have a, imagine a cup like a solo cup, a party cup, because you're a party girl, right? And so um, you have like a cup full of really delicious alcohol, and you're pouring it into everyone's cup, and you're like, "Yay, we all get to party!" But then, like, you continue doing this and doing this and doing this, and your cup never gets refilled. So you have an empty cup now and now you're not able to fill as many cups because you're not replenishing.
1: And this is a valuable thing that you have, by the way. This is a great gift and a tool that you have, but you also need to look at it as um, not that, right? Like it's not something that you have to share. It's not. It's, it, you have to put on the oxygen, you know, that whole phrase before you can help the person next to you. Yeah. So don't share your gift until you're ready, until you have your meters full yourself. It's very important. Or you can, you can really lose it and spin
0: out. Yeah. And then, and then that's, then that's your family's lost more. without you. Yeah. Yeah. So. Then they'll really lose you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that maybe what you need is some sort of ritual, like a, like a routine in which you carve out some time for yourself, you know, as part of your schedule and really set boundaries around this where you're like, this is my own time, my me time, you know? Mondays between 12 p.m. and 3 p.m. is just me. I need to recharge, you know? And then that's when you can do your own thing. And then maybe this time slot grows as your family kind of like uses that time without you, you know? Like maybe that continues to grow, but just know like it's healthy. Like people, yeah, it's sad. Like when someone that you love like leaves the house, um, but it's natural, you know, like everyone, you're meant to go and spread your wings and you're 19, you know, you're definitely going to start feeling like you want to spread those wings soon. And I don't think that it's wrong of you to, to want that.
1: You should never be scared of spreading wings and getting out of there. Right. Like that your family should be encouraging that. And if they, if they're not doing that, then you can love them from afar while you're still making yourself better. That's, that's all you can do. Yeah. Good luck out there.
0: Good luck out there. All right. We have time for one more. There's actually a lot of questions, but we have time for one more. And this one is titled, am I the asshole? And I'm going to click it because those are always so fun. Yeah. Like, am I the asshole? That's so fun. Okay. Okay. A uh, bunch of star emojis to start off, and it says, "I rated your show five stars. You're practically legally obligated to answer this." Yes, <laughs> a bunch of star emojis. True. All right, Fair. you're right. You're right. That's very legally, you're correct. Background information: Hi, I'm a twenty-year-old, twenty-two-year-old, married female, and mother of two. Wow. Wow. a sort of young girl. Getting okay. going. My mother-in-law is getting back surgery on the 28th of December and is having to quarantine from December 21st to her surgery date. Because of this, she has moved their Christmas date to the 20th of this month. We were told if we attended the Christmas party with the other side of the family that we would not be welcome at their Christmas because... Then you're cross-contaminating. I, I imagine. Um, my brother-in-law's father passed on the second. Oh, passed on the second, and all of his immediate family, excluding his brother, had COVID, and so the arrangements had to be put off until the fifteenth. Due to being pregnant, having a one-year-old and a grandmother with several immune comp- immunocompromised diseases, I asked them if they would mind getting tested a few days after the funeral, but before the gathering and made sure to state that if they didn't, it was totally fine and that it would not make me angry, but my husband, daughter, and myself would not be attending Christmas. My sister-in-law is now acting super passive-aggressive towards me, and when I ask her if I could call her to discuss and get a better understanding of their frustrations. She's completely ignored me and has been, it's been two days. Am I the asshole for asking them to get tested? My family gathering is only three days after theirs, so I cannot risk my family getting it or my grandmother. What should I do? I hate feeling like my sister-in-law is pissed at me. Thanks, big mama.
1: You did everything you could do, babe.
0: Yep, big you mama. You did good, you, big mama. You, you did so not good. The asshole. Nope. Verdict is in.
1: You did so good, Big Mama. You check. I check all the boxes for you. You did real good.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent,
1: dude. Sometimes when you're in families, people are going to be assholes, and that's part of families. You're going to have some who are just fucking assholes.
0: Yeah, it's true. And and selfish people or people that are, you know, or maybe they're not even. I don't want to project that they're selfish because I don't know them, but you know um
1: no so maybe it's a 150 fifty dollar test and like we don't want to do that for four kids or whatever like yeah point being is you're taking it safe over there and nobody can hate on you for it
0: yeah no one should hate on you for that i mean look at steve's over there having covid right now cheers and he's stuck in a cave for like 14 days
1: but you know what that's the whole thing right is that we're doing the safe thing and yeah. if anybody had a problem with that i'd be like well i'm just doing the same thing i don't know that's all i can control
0: yeah there's no way that that's not fair for them to get angry at you like you're literally doing you're literally trying to prevent people from dying so i think it's pretty fair
1: it could be fine or even just preventing someone from getting sick like it's all it's all on the up and up it's all good like it's all that's a good because It's doing it for the right reason so yeah agreed yeah
0: i mean and there's going to be plenty of other christmas christmases to come you know, hopefully when you,
1: when you put your head on the pillow tonight, big mama, you can snuggle a little extra because you're in the right. Yeah, and that always feels good.
0: Well, by the time she's listening to this, it's now January, but we oh, hope shit. that you did the right thing. Sorry,
1: big mama. We hope oh, we didn't get to you too late there.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> we love you. Yeah. And you're not the asshole.
1: Defo not, babe. Defo not. Definitely not, babe. As the UK people would say.
0: Yes, exactly. Oh, we actually have time for one more. Mm. I I thought that that was going to take longer. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, one (laughs) one last more. Okay. This one says, the Pope sends his regards. (laughs) That's a movie reference. I I can't remember what it is. I have to open this one. It says seriously it's harder to get a hold of you than the pope lol i totally understand that you're busy and wouldn't take any offense if you told me to stop e- emailing you well maybe a little just let me know where you stand okay this sounds like a stan letter yeah a little bit <laughs> dear nikki and steve i know you've got the letters i wrote I wrote the addresses on them perfect okay anyway Just let me know where you stand. A, the guest you pitched me is a bad fit like OJ Simpson's gloves. B, I'm not accepting... Oh, this guy's referencing things like I know his other emails. I don't open every email because there's a lot and they only open the ones that have interesting titles. Yeah. Okay, so apparently this guy pitched us a guest and is very, um, very... uh, upset that we are that we didn't respond yet um we didn't see it but we have no idea a the guest you pitched me is bad b i'm not accepting any more guests on my show c i would love to have the guest you pitched on my show thanks for your response and sorry if i'm a little pushy it helped to get my wife to say yes 12 years ago
1: (laughs) nice who's your guest who's his guest
0: um it doesn't say on here. I mean, Daniel, his name's Daniel. Oh, Daniel, should should you should put your guest in the, the next email if you're going to be persistent dude, we, like this.
1: We can't this is, link. We don't know which one's you, bud. And, there's,
0: and there's no other emails attached to this. So I, I have can't no, think
1: of one time we've read any of this and gone, oh, somebody wants us to have this guest. Nah, fuck them.
0: Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Never
1: happened before, buddy.
0: Uh, also, we haven't been taking guests on this show all year. Uh, on in twenty twenty, as the pandemic hit, we stopped taking guests because we it's, usually, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, we usually f- record the podcast in studio in Studio Seventy One. And um, because of the pandemic, we were the, actually the only podcast recording in that studio and they did not allow us to have any guests. No. Um, and then you're thinking, oh, well, what about Zoom? Well, we were trying not to do Zoom episodes, which is ironic because now we're doing a Zoom episode, but we were really trying not to do Zoom episodes. So it's um, just because we weren't sure how the dynamic would go or if it would be laggy or if people had the right equipment. And it was just like a lot more factors than what we normally do to prep for the show, which is just like go in with the topic we prepared. And we weren't sure if it fit the vibe, you know, and a lot of and people. And honestly, see, for the that's vibe. the
1: other thing is, is people are here for the vibe. And I find sometimes that guests can knock you off of your vibe. And so we you just know.
0: have to know that the guest is in the same vibe. Exactly. But yeah, since I don't know what guest you're referencing, I can't really give you an answer. <laughs> now that you sent one that actually went through,
1: <laughs> the only one you that we I heard out of that was OJ Simpson. We would love to have OJ on. Please, send if you get
0: OJ Simpson, uh, please, please like let us know. Send us send know, his, send what, us he's his. He's available. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, that was our last question. So
1: well, it was a good one.
0: <laughs> it was a great one. That was a banger. Um, I'm hoping that the next time that we shoot, we'll actually be able to shoot together. Yes, and that, that vibe will be much better, and then we could actually address all these other questions. There's actually so many questions. Wait, there's one that's a, that's titled "I Love You, Steve" in all caps. Should okay, I? Let's answer? go. Let's okay, go. we we can answer this one. Okay, I, I love do. you, Steve. Oh shit! <laughs> I opened it and it goes. Just kidding. I actually love Nikki more. Just kidding. I love you both equally. Ha ha ha! That's funny. I hope I did get your attention because I haven't been that open to people close to me about my relationship aside from my sister. Please, I do not want I do want to stay anonymous. You got it, ma'am. I'm in my early 20s and in my fourth relationship. I want to ask, what do you think I can work on in my mindset? Because I got in this relationship that started to somewhat choke me up on the weekends. been living at home with my parents because of COVID, but was able to find a job at home. My boyfriend is working a busy schedule and often works on the weekends. I feel like I am choking him up by demanding to meet on the weekends, especially when we officially got together about two months in. The thing is, my insecurities roots from many places. A part of me feels like I shouldn't have jumped into the relationship right away and set my standards high hi, that meets me, um, like someone that meets me when when we make plans. I won't have to cry because of canceled plans. But there's also part of me that the changing weather, COVID, and his work, he just couldn't make an effort to take me out to eat. To be honest, as I type these words, I can hear my body cry. It's like there's no point in asking because all along, I know. I just know the answer. But truly, I want to be more patient because I often feel like I'm just asking too much, and I always cry about it on the weekends. I'm sorry. I hope that you guys grow and just spread this fun and informative casual podcast. Feels like oh, I got cut off. Just says feels like
1: <laughs> feels uh-huh. like yeah yeah. You wanna, she you hit wanna... it pretty hard on the end on the head there. Uh, as she was as she was typing out her thoughts, she's like, ah shit, I'm in a bad one
0: yeah i mean honestly like he could be a good person i'm sure he is but the point is your needs aren't getting met and that's yeah. that's it and that's really what a relationship comes down to is our is each person in the relationships needs getting met
1: if they're not going to try in a pandemic yeah when life gets regular i mean come if on they can't man. handle
0: you at your pandemic self right. they don't deserve you that's at right. your post-pandemic self exactly um, no, but yeah, like I, I just feel like the, you know, love languages are real, and if you if one of yours is quality time, which it is for me, um, I, I yeah, couldn't Nikki's deal.
1: Too, Nikki's been fucking. Lighting my ass up being like I have been <laughs> hey get out of that fucking room asshole I want a hug from my husband but you can't right now so this sucks well
0: no I've been lighting him up because he won't answer my FaceTime calls and it's like I can't even see you in person even though you're downstairs so and then you're not gonna answer my FaceTime calls how dare you I have and my phone
1: behind me on the left- bed
0: he left Tiny. his he left his wedding ring out here so he doesn't even want to be married to me right now
1: roll it under the door want- bitch roll it under the no, door
0: you don't door deserve right it you don't deserve it
1: listen i have my phone on silent okay? why
0: why because what else you got no, going on you know
1: in I, think I i got my mom knowing i have covid going on so she said text me 45 times a fucking day That's okay they just
0: on. just mute your mom why you got to mute so your ding, wife ding hmm? ding
1: ding ding. the whole fucking day why so you just you
0: gotta- mute mute your mom and not your wife
1: Look, I would love to just have a button that only mutes my mom and not my wife. You know how much better my life would be? Come on.
0: I love your mom. I love my mom too. She's a worrywart, yeah.
1: Yeah, she's a worrying woman, man. Oh, my God. So, yeah, how am I going to ignore my mom but listen to my wife at the same time? It's impossible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. Yeah, but, yeah, the the whole – I I know for a fact that if it were me, nothing pissed me off, made me more upset, or stressed me out more than canceled plans. I mean – getting cheated on too but like (laughs) canceled plans
1: it's up there it's
0: it's it's like people breaking promises to you uh broken promises to me are just i i just don't i can't do it i can't do it i can't can't do it guys that breaks that breaks promises you heard her but you'd be surprised how often it happens because there's a lot of people that don't value promises the same way they see it as something that they're like it's kind of like a goal like they're aiming to do it but it's not like a contract you know when yeah. i make a promise it's a contract like if i say i will do this t- i promise mm-hmm. i do it because i promised and so when people don't return that same respect i get very upset like i like i can't stop crying like it hurts yeah
1: facts I and mean, when yeah. she can't stop crying she cannot stop You've done this
0: before in the beginning of our relationship he said he was on his way over i made us dinner never fucking heard from him never like he wouldn't answer his phone wouldn't answer his text and then the next morning i was just upset all night i was waiting for him to come over because he said he was on his way and then he never never showed up and And i was was so fucking upset
1: i was ignoring my mother as well
0: I guess he laid down on the couch and fell asleep. But don't tell me you're on your way over. I know. And then you fell asleep on the couch. But that was well, a fight early on in our relationship because I, used, listen. I just can't I can't handle it. I, can't.
1: I used to, before no. I saw you, because I used to, I have such excess oil production in my skin, especially back then in my mid-20s, that I would need to take a shower every time before I saw you. So I took a quick shower, and then I was so warm. I just sat down on the couch, and I woke up the next morning. It was awful. It was awful.
0: Whatever. No excuses. No. It sucked. But it never happened again. Never happened again. That was like almost a deal breaker because I was like, I'll (laughs) give you one more chance. If it happens again, I'm out. And that's not right. I mean, it was a big deal. You're all in
1: on this piece. You're all in.
0: It was a big deal to me. If you if you made it a habit if you made it a habit to do that because my ex before you did that a lot like that's just, I just not me
1: though that's not me it isn't you years, but
0: so. I wasn't sure because it was new yeah I get and it and I would not call that high standards I just it's just knowing what you what you need
1: yeah
0: in a relationship yeah. and Facts. yeah so um I think you have your answer do you remember I what you made you us best. for
1: dinner Miss Miss Speed Memory
0: I made you taquitos
1: oh that's sick
0: yeah you that fucking messed sick. up.
1: I want taquitos.
0: I threw them all out. I couldn't even eat them. I was so upset.
1: Oh, you're so cute. I love you.
0: And that was like eight years ago, and I still remember.
1: I know. That's so (laughs) cute.
0: (laughs) Anyway, thank you all, everybody that submitted questions. Again, we're not experts, so, you know, hope you had fun listening to our unexpert advice yes. um if you did have fun please feel free to rate this show five stars on itunes it helps us a lot and also give us a thumbs up on youtube if you are viewing on youtube
1: and also yes. if you have a question podcast at nikki.limo
0: podcast at nikki.limo that's where it's at although we have a lot of questions right now
1: that's for sure and check out our um, patreon yeah,
0: yeah patreon.com sticky if you want bonus episodes um also like that guy that got got mad because it was his like third email or something like if you if it's your third time submitting you gotta you just gotta copy paste all the other stuff you said before because i don't know what you're referencing yeah we
1: don't know but we yeah. don't know i so think you got you it go. though i think Some you got that no
0: i'm telling everyone else that yeah, it's true. like we might not get to your question if it's been a few months maybe resubmit but let us know like the original question
1: and rate us five stars before you email us okay
0: yeah 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 i don't even say email consider five
1: sharing stars. this show with friends because it really does help thank you all but, so but much. maybe
0: not like this particular one because it's a zoom episode and we don't know how,
1: it, you don't know how it's, it not the, it's not the
0: normal way that we do things it's not really the vibe that we normally do
1: yeah not normally hopefully well, it is though
0: but you know if you're here for the vibe we love yep. you guys
1: love you guys I'll see
0: you soon Bye. bye